You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Cosmos After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Cosmos After Show. Okay, we have no idea what Marissa's going to surprise us with. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, AfterBuzz TV Nation, that is the one and only lovely Bill Murray and his rendition of Star Wars. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Cosmos, the space-time odyssey, episode three. And this was this one was called When Knowledge Conquered Fear. I'm JC, and of course, let us introduce our wonderful host, starting with... Wait, should we start with the new edition? We should start with the new edition here. All right. All right. <laughs> From Beaumont, Texas, I'll let you do the introductions, ladies and gentlemen. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Dylan Chance. Uh, yes, I may be from Texas, but I've been in L.A. for the last seven years, so... Oh, wow. You can consider me a Los Angelan now. And a super fan of, <laughs> oh, of Cosmos. Fan. Yes, I love it. I love it so and much. You were telling me before we went on air that you actually have, like, a, a thing on... Is it on Facebook? Or? Yeah, um, I'm a um, co-runner of sorts with... Um, my girlfriend, we run a Facebook page where we just find and share lots of uh, space-related information from other sites, you know, and just sources. And sometimes I'll go off and do all my own little research and just, you know, write up little, you know, tidbits of information for people. Cool. It's all quick facts. It's uh, Facebook.com slash A Cosmic Perspective. Ooh. 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 See? So, and of right course, there. my partner in crime. That's right. We've done. We've been. We've been here since the late eighties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scott Moore. Right. But Scott, come on. We haven't even talked about the stuff that you do outside of AfterBuzz because you do some stuff outside of the whole AfterBuzz. You you got this science thing going on. Oh, uh, well, come on. my little nerd cred of being a yes. well weather. I guess weather geek. Yes. Chairman of the uh, the L.A. chapter of the American Chairman. Meteorological Society, yeah. <laughs> I said, no, I'm just a token Latina who talks white. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And, of course, no show would be complete without our lady stats. Marissa mm-hmm. Serafini, what's going on? Hello, everyone. Hello, all you guys. Hello. <laughs> And uh, excuse me, excuse me, you look fantastic. I was going to say, I was like, oh. particularly lovely <laughs> this evening, you. yes. Please, if you mm-hmm. guys are watching us live on AfterBuzzTV.com, say how awesome Marissa looks tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes, but if you're not uh, watching us live, you so sweet. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you're not watching us live, make sure to go to yeah, iTunes, you... YouTube, let us know what you think, send us your feedback, which we know you do. We do. And we <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, I've really enjoyed a lot of the comments that have been posted. You know, it's been great to have all this interaction, so guys, keep it up. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got a lot, a lot of, you know, a lot of creationists actually really, mm-hmm. you know, and we're not... We're just telling you what we see on the show. I'm not necessarily telling you what I believe or I don't believe. Mm-hmm. I'm just a fan of the show and from its perspective. And I think that's what they're doing. So, right. you know, we do welcome the opinions. And, you know, it is told from a scientific back, you know, from a from background just in science. Mm-hmm. If it was done, let's see, to appease the creationists, wouldn't it just be called faith? 
might be. That's, that's I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. That's, I, I'm just no, saying. I, I agree with you. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like what we're saying here is basically we might throw in a little of our own biases here and there. But I think for the most part, we're trying to be open-minded about in general what the show is trying to tell. Yes. Yes. And I mean, I'm even going to probably talk to our EP to see if maybe we can get someone from the creationist side mm-hmm. perhaps to – talk about their point of view even though the show itself isn't going that route but we don't have any rules or regulations but we're we're open we're like dr tyson said himself question everything and keep open Mm -hmm. you know so with that said let's get into tonight let's do it overall thoughts dylan i i I, you you've been jumping at the bit for weeks to come in (laughs) yes what'd you think about tonight man um what'd you both think every episode i love have loved every episode so far i love this series it's great I've been waiting for this for years. Um, <laughs> tonight especially was great just because we get to learn so much about Isaac Newton. Like I thought they really covered him and how mm-hmm. you know how much detail they went into and about uh, Hallie and the comment. Oh, it was great. Yeah. So and Scott, and, uh, you're the stats guy, so I know you. I, no, I was thinking I need the Cliff's Notes version after tonight's episode. Yeah. There was just so much so packed in there. I feel like I had to watch it again just to be able to get all this information down of, of all the details of all these different scientists. And it was a lot of stuff to cover in a short amount of time here. Yeah, and see, and, that's what, and we're working on possibly, hopefully getting the episodes slightly in advance so that we can do that research. Because how do we explain something that Dr. Tyson explains <laughs> yeah. so eloquently? Right. You know, what can we add instead right. of does? Yeah. Yeah. Especially because oh. we watch it and walk right in here. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're, we're working on that so that we can give you guys little extra tidbits. And I did pick up a few little factoids along the sure. way. So I've got Same. little stuff, you know, because you asked before we went on, Scott, about um, doctor, about Robert Hook. Mm-hmm. And I've got, a, I've got a, a short little snippet on him that I was able to get before we walked in. Mm-hmm. So we'll, I'm a little bit of a tease. So if people want to find out Ooh. about the crotchety, as crotchety. he was portrayed on yeah. the series, <laughs> crotchety old and, jerk. And he was played by, help me with his last name. It, he was in The Princess Bride and the movie Hot Shot. He was Carrie Elwes. Um, oh yeah, no, no, no. is he from uh, what's yeah, time? Yeah, uh, uh, no, he was in Princess Bride. He played, yeah. you know. As you wish. How, how do you say his name though? I know. I was trying to think. <laughs> his last name as is you Ke- wish. It's like Carrie El- Elwes. He, yeah, was all, like he was in Hard Candy. He was with... also in Twisted. He played the a-hole in that movie. Yeah. Yes. That was good that you picked up on that because I, I, his voice sounded recognizable to me, but I wouldn't have ever thought it was him. Well, I'm going to cook your brain even more because not only – It's already he... cooked. Don't worry. He not, not only did he play Hallie, he was also the voice of – of I forgot his name already. Hook. He was the voice of both. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yes, that wasn't him though. No, that wasn't. But I had to. Yeah, but he, he did. Played, yeah, he played both voices. I don't know if you guys picked up wow. on that on the episode. No, no I didn't. Yeah, I did so, not. See, yeah. now you guys are. Now we really have to. Oh, watch. That's why I said my brain was already cooked. There's no. <laughs> I'm writing Sorry. down facts. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I have you guys. I pick up the nonsense. You guys pick up the facts. I thought Marissa was going to chime in. Well, so let's let's dive. So, what did we learn about pattern recognition and comets and the fact that they come from the Oort cloud and we, once again, we cannot see the Oort cloud, but mm-hmm. we know that it's there. It's there. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that uh, Dr. Tyson brought up the fact that more people know the names of serial killers than the, ma- the, the name of the man who actually came up with. Yeah, the theory or- for the Oort cloud. Yes. And- 
Yeah, that's that's pretty scary. Yeah, no, and well, so what do we learn about? I, I don't. I'm not. We don't even want to get into hail bop. Yeah. Oh, and, not. Yeah. No, let's not talk about that. <laughs> but it's funny how throughout history, you know, comets are only seen as a sign of death and destruction. Right. Mm-hmm. And in a slight way, I think once again, in an inadvert- indirect way, they're pointing out the fact that we fear what we do not know. Right. Yes. And and we leave it up to. I, 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 to me, it seemed like another jab at the institution of religion, inadvertently, just kind of like discrediting. We have to make it up that it's by an, uh, some other creator, right? You know, because the comets in the past are bringing that the mm-hmm. gods were angry at us. Yes, because people like answers, and people when they have something so big and unexplained, they turn to the only thing that gives them some sort of answer, and that is mm-hmm. that there is a higher power causing this. To either punish us or just because they're angry for some reason uh, or, like they said, to predict um, doomsday, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think uh, kind of what you're saying, too, a lot of people, they, wa- they want to be comforted by by knowing what they can't explain. Mm-hmm. And I also think people – and still even today, people tend to go more negative. You know, it's like people are thinking negatively about themselves and their situations sometimes, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to get that job or this isn't going to happen. But when it comes to things like that, it's like the comets just represented something negative. Why Why couldn't it have been the human emotion like, oh, it's, it's going to mean 50 years of, you know, a great abundance. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, sure. it's like so it's interesting that, you know, we automatically go to the negative of thinking that these things that we couldn't explain are going to represent right. something a, bad. A comic flies by and then mm-hmm. they go, oh, wow, we're having a drought. It was because of the yeah. comet. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. So. And it's done. it's been done since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. So maybe they should bring like a, a – maybe someone that will psychoanalyze us as humans why we tend to think in the negative mm-hmm. always. And, and we haven't learned much because last year there was a comet that was supposed to hit us in November, I believe. And I, I, I wish I could look up the name, but we were getting no internet reception yeah. right now. And it was it was supposed to hit, I believe it was around Christmas time of last year. Mm-hmm. And oh, the name is it's, it's escaping me now. I don't want to I want to say Osiris, but it's something similar to that fact. So we may want to look it up. Okay. But yeah, another comment if that was, anybody knows out there definitely let us know too. Yes, absolutely. I can. I just have no access, guys. So, and I, I don't know if I said hi to everyone live. I think I already did, but like I said, you know, send us your comments, what you mm-hmm. think. So, now this brings us to the comet of 1664. Ah, uh, yes, the yes. comet of 1664. Where were my notes on that? And this is where, you know, and this is of ah. course after the spaceship, the the spaceship of the imagination, mm-hmm. explained what comets were and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved the fact that they were talking about over forty thousand generations of humanity. Yep, yep. there were over a hundred thousand comets mm-hmm. in human history, and they were always just like signs of doom. Yes. So a hundred thousand comets go by, and people are mm-hmm. still like, "Oh God." <laughs> no, and they explain it. I don't know if they said it on the show, but I, I, what I do know about comets, the fact is that the long tail of it. Is also described as a woman's hair. Mm-hmm. That's in ancient times. That's that, that's what they would describe mm-hmm. it as. So, yep. which brings me to uh, oh, sixteen sixty four. Yes, yeah. and um, and uh, Haley. Um, I mean, I mean, sorry, Haley, as a young little boy, that he was an, always an explorer. I love went, yeah. Hell's bells, hell's bells. <laughs> yeah, I, I never knew that saying existed back then either. I've heard of it, but I just thought it was funny that somehow he was the one saying it when he was a kid, and then when he was a, a grown up, he was saying it too. Like, it was just pretty funny. Like, why did they decide to do that? Was he known for saying that? And the interesting way that life works that 
in the end, what he's most known for was something he never got to see. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I know. It was like in, in, indirectly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's named think, after. Him. I do think it's interesting too because you know just. If I was to look up at a comic, because again, I'm not as intelligent as these people, I would never think that it was the same one. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think, oh, there's all these comments. I would never even thought that, that it would be come back around again and you'd be able to do these calculations and it would. That's what I think is pretty incredible, especially because of Haley's comment. Like all these other comments don't come back for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haley's comment's the only one that can actually come back. Twice in a person's lifetime, potentially. Well, once for you. But. Once for you. Because <laughs> you missed the first I one in the, the 80s. One. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, yeah I know. I'm just kidding. You, you know, once, once we're, we're living to 500 years or so. <laughs> so then what I, what I want to get into is the, the triangle then of Robert Hooke. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I I lost train of thought right now, and that's never happened to me in the 13 years I've been here at Afterbus. But see, now everyone knows that it's live, which is great. Maybe, maybe it's the fact because was it, um, Hook or, um, or Haley that they talked about that they had a glaucoma problem, they had to, they would smoke weed. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they said they. Uh, Which one of the three experimented th- with uh, cannabis? That was it. Hook. Was, it was Hook. Yeah, it was Hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but so Hook, you Hook know, experimented with a lot of things. Yeah, like wormwood. But he, he mercury. was behind so many great things as well. Yeah, it also just proves that you know, no matter what industry you're in, you know, we always talk about entertainment with our drama. You got the drama with the scientists too. Yeah, right. So you know, they're imagine. cooking up some drama between him and, and Newton. Definitely lots of uh, stuff there. I feel like you could have, could have had a reality show back then if there was such a thing between those guys. I like that. Uh, <laughs> to go back to the cannabis, the thing he said was when he was experimenting with cannabis was that it was harmless except that it may cause a few laughs. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that was great. <laughs> That's pretty man funny. way ahead of his time yes. there. He was already on the legalization yes. track. Yeah. And that's what cracks me up. Also, that the fact that they, that the people behind the show decided to mention that fact. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I do feel that they are inadvertently laying in something. There's some social commentary yeah, okay. along the yeah, way. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I'm a little bit, right. Slightly. And, and adding a, a little more dimension to a lot of these people that you ended up learning about in school pretty that were pretty boring and dry you know like everything you'd learned from newton i never knew about all his mystic side that he was yeah, into I didn't know that either. like he was into alchemy yeah mm-hmm. like all that stuff i mean that's fascinating and and, and bible conspiracies <laughs> yes and tried to calculate the second coming and like you know it was very fascinating like that he had all this other side to him that we never really learned about in school i guess the sides of an inventor and in the fact that dylan just said that that he you know with the the, the second coming mm-hmm. and he couldn't prove it as well so but he tried. Yes. So it kind of split, you know, in a sense with the religion and a, here was a guy. And I think that's what a lot of people in that time period were able to embrace science a little bit more because it was kind of like took us out of the Middle Ages. But it, here was a guy that was was very big on his religion mm-hmm. and was able still to be able to say, well, this can be part of the religion with this. Where I'm just helping prove like the mathematical formula. So it was sort of like taking it in tandem there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, like he couldn't find the he couldn't find the uh, the elixir of life he was trying to do and. He wasn't able to calculate the second coming quite He couldn't turn anything into gold. No. No, and also with Newton, uh, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson even said himself that he, when asked, who's the greatest inventor of all Mm -hmm. time? He's the greatest uh, scientist of Mm -hmm. all time. He says Thomas, uh, I'm sorry, Thomas Newman. (laughs) I can't even think today. He says Isaac Newton. And after watching tonight's episode, I have to agree. Mm -hmm. He is at at the forefront of everything. Right. 
right? That theory of gravity. I mean, when you think about it, that is big. (laughs) That proves so much. And again, like they were saying, and it really did. It led the groundwork to be able to have, you know, the the ability to be able to do space travel hundreds of years in in the future. Yeah. 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 I mean, how old was he? I think he was like 26 or 24 when he created it. Yeah, he was young. Mm -hmm. It was was supposedly on a dare. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's that's the story. There was some sort of dare that he had in. That's where it came to be. So, yeah, on a dare. How dare you to create yeah. calculus? <laughs> okay. And be able to make kids hundreds of years of the future <laughs> suffer in high school. <laughs> you know, people here at Afterbus dare me to drink two beers in a row, and I consider that an accomplishment. You know, and this guy's creating a whole mass system space that we base our whole lives on. I know, and so especially when he invented it in his 20s, I'm like, man, man, it's already too late for me now. <laughs> Kind of I'm like, already past my prime. What did I do? <laughs> yeah, you would think after that, like, where do I go from here? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but downhill from here. No, but also now, now the thing on about Hook and that he was – I hate to relate it in such trivial forms of maybe vanity and things of this nature. But, you know, Dr. Tyson described him that one of the, the ways he was described was as ugly and whatnot. And he was mm-hmm. – and, and this is what I had read up on him, that he was actually born disfigured. Oh. And that's – and, and uh, let me let me read – yes – he was born seven years before Newton, orphan at the age of 13 because his father hung himself. Wow. And by then he had also survived smallpox, which had left him badly disfigured. Oh. So, and later th- then he slept with his niece and he had an affair. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, this guy was like a reality show onto himself mm-hmm. even way back then. Yes. Real- reality show on steroids. Yeah. He, uh, I, well, even again, again, even with Newton too, I had no idea about. His childhood. Oh, yeah. He had a rough childhood. You know, like I had no idea. Again, you don't learn the the kind of details and dimensions of these people. You only learn about the dry, like, theory of gravity. And you didn't know, like, he went through mom leaving him and coming back. Right. And And they said that Newton's life is described in the tale of two halves. Mm -hmm. And that first half when he was the recluse and after his mom passed away. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, he was his roommate of, like, I think it was of many years, ended up leaving him as well. And that's what had him in that spiral where mm-hmm. he became that recluse. Yeah, he was very uh, introverted. Yeah. Very but, introverted. but on the on the same, on the flip side of that, I mean, maybe that's, a, it's a cool thing because it helped him to focus on all yes. of these theories and things right. that he may not have done if he was going out and partying, partying every night like me. So, and, that's, uh, yeah, see, I could have applied myself. And right. smoking so. cannabis with a hook. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, see, I mean, there's some good, there, there could be in that sense the good side of the fact that he was able to do these things because of, what he had to go through. It's one of I'm I'm totally paraphrasing this, but Einstein said it himself. It's it's the life of isolation is it's a, it's a great thing because through that comes invention. Mm-hmm. So and I, that's back into what you're saying about Newton. So anything else that we can say about the relationship? Well, it, it started as a, a the bet. Mm-hmm. There was the wager about um, who can solve the mathematical equation to figure out why mm-hmm. the planets orbit the sun. Right. right. Yeah. And then Hook thought he, he swore he had it. Oh, I've got it. Yes. And then <laughs> needless to say, he did it and. And then the rest is history and the friendship and what we it's just it's just fantastic getting these layers of of these people were before today like I like I said I've covered tons Marissa Latest I've done mm-hmm. three billion reality show after shows on AfterBuzz but not, never anything like this right and now I have this voracious appetite for science yes and but but back a few weeks ago, all I knew Newton was New, Newton for was an apple falling on his head. Right, right. That same thing. That's like I knew the theory of gravity, and and or that's what I love about. Falling. I love that they're giving these layers to these people, and um, and also just that that little bit of history too, because I'm a big 
history nerd too. I, I loved, you know, that, that there they were in London and they're talking about the coffee houses and that was the great equalizer and people could go and talk about the stuff. And I thought I knew a lot about, you know, London history and everything. And I had no idea that those were going on there. People hanging out yeah, coffee houses. I, yeah. I was like, Hey, I thought it was tea. <laughs> Wasn't tea the big thing there? I mean, that's what you know, coffee was the drug of apparently choice. Apparently it was the drug of choice. So I thought that was really interesting too. And like, that's where these coffee house wagers would come in effect and these guys would get together and debate things. And I think that's really, really a neat thing too. Now people get together in coffee houses and open up their Macs and exactly nobody's talking about disconnected, <laughs> sure. disconnected yeah. from everyone. Yeah. It, you know, and the fact that you brought up London again, I just want actually want to bring up the production side of the show itself. It's how beautiful were the shots of the locations when he was in front of the uh, Dr. Tyson was in front of the Eiffel wow, Tower, and Cambridge there. Yeah. Yes. And, oh my yeah. god! And just the shots once again, like, oh, kudos to Bill Pope and the way just the show's being shot. Mm-hmm. And, and that's definitely there's so many things going on. You have this is a series we have to watch again, again and again. again, again. I, I can't wait to mm-hmm. watch it all again, probably like five more times. Yeah, yeah, seriously, because there's going to be things to pick up every every time there. So, then, so much. So then now let us do we move on from the the bet being created and the the other things that Haley was behind of applying Newton's law. Yeah, Haley was behind a lot of things too. I mean, yeah. it was pretty great, like the, all the different things he he invented and. I yeah. think I, I think I threw chance. Did I bump? Did I jump ahead? Chance just bust me if I did. Man. No, 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 no. You're going good. I was just reading my notes to see what I could chime in with. No, I'm just making this up as we go along. <laughs> just, no, but uh, what he it was. Oh, from, I, what I did find yes. interesting. Sorry. Uh, no. Was when Haley went to Isaac and said, "Oh, we need your help." Blah blah blah. And Isaac was like, just casually like, "Oh yeah, I did that five years ago." Yes. <laughs> uh, hold on, uh, I can't find it. Too much stuff. <laughs> Guess what? I'll redo it. Yeah, no, yeah, big no deal. problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, but did he do it differently from the first time? I think I, I thought I had read it somehow that he went at it. His approach is different. I don't know if that was. I, in my th- I took it as that as well, but uh, he probably I, refined. I, yeah, it. I was gonna say yeah, that's that's how I took it. Like he refined it when he went back to do it a second time, and I just can't get my notes yeah. from it. So, <laughs> but um, what I was gonna say is that the fact that he's um, and and the fact that did he supplant Doctor Hook as the chairman of the of the Royal Society of um, in England, I, and that's where I got lost. Where um, oh, the picture scene. Yes, oh, no, that no, was that talking was, about that, after their death. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't it Haley that? No, 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 that was Isaac Newton taking that revenge. That wasn't. But who was the one that took over? Because there was somebody that took over. I thought it was Robert Haley. Hull. Yeah, I thought after he died though. Yes, because um, when he died, because uh, he was fairly young when he passed away, he was only like in his thirties and uh, or forties. I thought it was Haley that took over that well, job. This is the problem of us going on five minutes after. <laughs> See, that's what we need to know, guys. Was it Haley that took over the job? Which also, again, that was a great well, setup, too. I imagine that. that it had to be because they said Haley worked up until, what, his 70s or 85. 80s? Yeah, 85, 85. Yeah, he was 85. Took that last sip of wine. Oh, man, that's awesome. That what a like way a to go, way to right? Go. Take a last sip of wine. I, then I was thinking, was it poisoned? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. It's like, did Hook come back and poison him now? Now you're just like a Hook conspiracy. I know, right? <laughs> now he was long gone, but yeah, yeah. I'm like, now I'm, now I'm doing the conspiracy theory. But it was, I mean, it's too good. It was I'm Hook's like, ghost. Yeah. Yes. But, no, but he. We also failed to mention that uh, Haley did invent the weather map, population yes. statistics. Oh yes. Well, uh, the population thing I thought was really fascinating too about the whole thing. Like, oh, they need to have four children. A, a couple have to have four children to keep population growing. 
Because they said like half of all adults don't have kids. And or... then they either lose their kids before they're at the age to be able to have their own kids. I mean it was fascinating to think that he was able to do that and that he physically walked the perimeter of Paris. I mean how crazy is that? Yeah. Very cool. Like that kind of stuff is very cool. And that's, that, that kind of showed how much of a boss he was because yeah. he, he would put himself in harm's way for – Harm's way, and for the sake of the experiment, for the sake right. of science. Right, like he went, yeah, he invented the uh, the the diving bell and went and, went underwater. And he put himself, and that was the cool thing too. He put himself at risk. He's like, I'm inventing mm-hmm. this. I'm not going to put other people there. And he went out to St. Helena Island, you know, to map the stars in the mm-hmm. southern hemisphere. And he had to go, and that's way out there in the middle way of the Atlantic down. of the Southern Atlantic Ocean, like middle of nowhere. So and went it, out there to do that. And that's pretty cool. What I'm gathering here is. We see scientists as the person that's behind behind the books. They're buried right. in the books, and what we need to see is that you got to. No offense, sorry, Mercy, you may have to bleep me. They have balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they're, they're yeah. putting themselves for the sake yeah. of science. They're putting. Out, they have to go out in the field. They got to experiment, and yeah. they got to do what they got to do to make sure they can prove their theories right or, or wrong. In which case, whatever I'm it learning. Might be. I'm learning. You guys are teaching. Yeah, no, me. I, I am. Um, no, I'm learning. A lot. I'm learning so much. Like We're I said, all, all these layers. I mean, there's cosmos. so many things. So many things. You know, and also I'm trying to think anything that might have, you know, stood out to me. The fact that from 1472 to 1698, mm-hmm. uh, Halley was he researched comets. You know, I love that he didn't need Google because there was no Google. Yeah. Right. And so he had to go painstakingly go through book right. after book after book. Which again is so fascinating to me because the thing that. And, you know, the people would think, wow, these comets are the same. And, and to know with that wide of a gap between uh, of when they reappear that they were the same yeah, thing, in think, fact, and not just something else just going across the sky. I thought right. that was really incredible. Think about my, how many things he had to read and right. maps and things he had to study to figure out that this is the same and, comet. And no pictures. Yeah, no pictures. Obviously, no, nothing that you could refer to like we have today to, mm-hmm. to even know that it was the same thing. I, so it's, it's incredible. It was probably obviously like something going, well, in this part of the sky, a comet flew by. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, 200 years later, he's reading. In this part of the sky, mm-hmm. a comet flew by. And he's mm-hmm. like, hmm, it's coming by in the same, same. spot. Mm-hmm. And he starts putting the patterns together and then figures it out. Which once again brings us to the whole purpose of the episode pattern recognition yep. right so this is a perfect button honestly i'm t- but what i noticed today it seems like the first two episodes scott have you noticed and dylan wasn't here for them that we had a lot there was a lot more to talk about it seemed like today was mainly centered between the relationship between between um newton and halley and, and the, the voyage of yeah. comets mm-hmm. you know the, the and and outside of that usually we have a lot more to to pull from mm-hmm. And this week I didn't feel as much. No, I didn't feel like there was as much other stuff going on. I just felt it was a lot to cover with these several men and yes. their accomplishments. It was a lot of facts, a lot of details, a lot of layers with them. Uh, but you're right. There wasn't as much going out and dealing with a bunch of other things. The reason I say that is because the first two weeks we, we got some feedback and we had mentioned the fact – You know, I, I had mentioned that if the episodes felt disjointed to me mm-hmm. because, uh, last week when they went to Titan. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt it might have been random. Why didn't they go to a different moon, uh, let's say the moon uh, Europa uh, or, or, or in, on Jupiter, you know, some, somewhere mm-hmm. Well, that was because they were talking about evolution, right? And they were talking about yes. how water is the source of all life. And yes. they were talking about how – Titan is one of the only known places in our solar system that has water that we've seen water on. Right, that could possibly, that could possibly. Because it, like, it wasn't, it was you know the gases are different and it was you know frozen. It wasn't water that we think yeah, of it's, because it's, of, uh, it's liquid methane. Methane, exactly. Yeah. So it's completely different. I, I mean, I, I 
again, going back to that episode, I felt it was disjointed like you did, but I see looking back at it, okay, that's why they chose it, okay. why they did. But I thought at the time it seemed weird to pick something that was totally different. I thought it was interesting because, again, it's a totally different way of looking like maybe life, again, isn't just created the way we think it is. It could be created in a totally different way with, you know, different gases and different, you know, liquids and and such. And that we had to open our minds again Mm -hmm. to more than just, you know, thinking we're the only type of living type structure out there in the entire universe. Okay, no, the the reason I brought it it up was because I believe the show, usually the show's divided into threes Mm -hmm. in in the first two episodes. Yeah. And this one seemed like... Three acts there, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and this one just seems like... It was just the relationship mm-hmm. and comments. And, and did I miss something? That's that's what I want to know. Did no, I, I think I, I think it was it, it was basically the relationship because they they were all around that same period of time. But it was also about the things that they invented that helped sure. propel us forward into being able to have the ability to, you know, like with Newton with gravity and they and, talked and, about and, yeah, you know, be able to go and have space travel and all these things were basically the basis for how we are able to basically get off the chains of gravity here and be able to leave the planet and explore and know what's beyond. So. Right, and get us up into space. Right, and, and just in general, like, they were helped propel us forward in that whole okay. understanding of the I universe mean, outside of us. There were so many things that I didn't know that, I mean, so many things that we use today that just, like, these three dudes invented. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, the foundations of almost all of our science mm-hmm. was this, these three dudes mm-hmm. in a coffee house, you know, talking about, like... Uh, trying to figure out gravity. Right. Mm-hmm. And they get gravity and, you know, the, the orbits of the planets and, and calculus. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Hook invented the, that one microscope that, and he was discovered the, the cell. cell. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's so much that these guys did. Right. It's amazing. So, so hopefully it'll lead us to the solving of dark matter, dark en- finding out one what day. that's, that's, what, I, that's yeah. what we want to figure out. I think yeah. that's what's next. So basically, because we, we've always said we fear what we don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do not understand dark matter, dark right. energy, because I'm, I'm trying to move our conversation now because we've already rehashed the hell out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what's next? So through, through, those, through those foundations, through, through that, and like this week we found out uh, the gravitational waves about the, what is it, the beginning of the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys read that. Oh, read yes, that yeah, yeah. I yes. read all about that. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah, what did you guys gather from that? Like. I'm still trying to piece it all together because we still don't know what happened. Is there such a thing as pre-Big Bang? Well, exactly. That's the whole thing is is just like we still don't know, like we've talked about, where how life actually originates the same thing. Like was there something before the Big Bang? Uh, and because we don't even know there's, the size of the universe. There's theories about that. There's yeah. the theories, exactly, and we don't know. Yeah. And, and we don't even know the exact size of the universe and what else could be out there and how that area might be. I mean that's what's – so mind-boggling. We have no idea. I like There's the, so much vastness out there. The big bounce theory. That's the theory that instead of a big bang, it was a bounce as in it came from another universe, right. went down, mm-hmm. boom, bounced out to another universe. Yeah, I heard it like a spillage from a, from a different multiverse, right? Yeah, uh, okay. for like another universe in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. That's how it – that's the big bounce theory. Yeah, it's in right. a nutshell, crazy. So we should. We always like to give a question. So, what's your theory, guys, on dark matter? No, no. What? <laughs> um, fun, well, I was going to expand on the uh, cosmic inflation, which is the what they were talking about this week, the sure. physics discovery. Um, I like one of the fun facts that I read was that the universe was like the size of a pinhole, right? Yeah, and in less than a blink of an eye. 
it expanded 100 trillion trillion times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so fast and so huge. It's just, well, I know. I mean, the fast <laughs> so is so amazing. huge. I mean, you can't even comprehend it that. Can. You I, cannot I comprehend cannot that. Comprehend that. Cannot uh, comprehend okay, that. by saying that, then I know we're getting off topic because we're going to wrap up soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and there's also the theory of the big crunch, mm-hmm. right? So does that mean in the trillionth, the trillionth of a second, is it all going to just... Just compact in. Yeah, we've heard, or, I heard that too. You know? Or as Dr. Tyson <laughs> said, it's just because of the expansion. Yeah. They were expanding so much that it's a, just a general cooling. But isn't that crazy too with the whole expansion? Expansions from what? That like what? What? That's is, the dark. What that's, is exactly? That's what I'm saying. Like what is that? That's what's fascinating. Like, yes. What is it expanding from? But yeah, I've, you've heard those theories too that we'll just crunch up and be back into that little pinhole mm-hmm. size and. Blink of an eye, too. <laughs> uh, and like I said, yesterday I spent most of the day over at uh, Griffith Observatory, and I reached out to some people. Had a great chat with uh, Dr. Danley, who she's kind of like the West Coast Dr. Tyson, and oh. my brain is still broken. <laughs> no, she was so genial, so wonderful, and we reached out, and we're trying to get some people to come in and explain this all to us, right. please, because we're, we are super fans of the show, but in no means are we... S- no. PhDs, or we don't have a lot of letters, but we do have as a passion (laughs) for Cosmos. So I don't know if we have any news or gossip or anything, but let's should we just move on to what to expect next week? Mm -hmm. See, we didn't do predictions, Marissa. It's more like (laughs) what's going on next week. I know. How can you do predictions? I predict that we will learn more. Actually, I well, supposedly we're going to learn about. I saw a little flash of Einstein, and also look like it looked like about the explanation of speed of light. Oh, yes, fun. which I also think is really a whole interesting topic again, because that's our only way of being able to mark distance in the vast universe. Yes, okay. uh, I think it's really cool. And instead of a prediction, I also want to like send this out to the fans watching. Let us know who you'd like us to reach out to, because we will reach out to yes. everyone. They may all yes. say no, but I'm just saying we're going to reach <laughs> out to them. All right. So yep. any other predictions, anything we'd expect next week, anything you'd like to see, Dylan, this is your first week here. So. Ooh. And I want to see so much. I just want to see everything. You want to see everything? <laughs> yeah. So do we all. I can't, I can't predict or anything. I'm just waiting and ready to watch. I can't wait for quantum physics. Ooh. Yes. yes. I that's, hope we get into oh, that. Man. String theory. That really hurts like my that. head Ooh, man, thinking about it. Fun. All right. Yeah. So let's get out of here. So, <laughs> all right. Once again, Dylan, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. And you can check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash A Cosmic Perspective. Awesome, and awesome. Uh, you can find me on the old Twitter at sman80. That's sman80. And here on Monday nights for Archer and shows and after shows. And Marissa, thank you once again. Where can they find you? Yeah, of course. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. And you can find me at JC Rubio TV on Instagram and Twitter. So for Marissa, Dylan, Scott, I'm JC. We're the Cosmos After Show. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Cosmo! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.